Welcome to Sky's the Limit with your host, yours truly, Sky Estroff. Okay, this is such a cool moment. This is like one of those full circle moments in a specific and special way because today I'm joined with Mara Davis. I mean, amidst all this Michelin madness, Mara Davis is known around Atlanta for a million different things. One of them being just a food star, a radio star, a podcast star, and just a star in her own right without any credits uh, on top of that. I connected with Mara almost 10 years ago when I was working my first job out of college. It's kind of freaking crazy that it's been about a decade, but we immediately just hit it off and found a kindred connection. And it's just really cool that we can do some more recording stuff. Thank you for being here, Mara. Sky, you were my intern and you were like the (laughs) best intern. And I thought, this girl's really got her shit together and we just became friendly ever since then and i'm just so proud of everything that you've done in your career you've totally like controlled your own destiny you've hustled you're a doer you've got your hands on a lot of different things and i groomed you well you did. And I feel privileged to be groomed by the great Tamara Davis. <laughs> That's right. I'm a groomer. <laughs> don't don't pull that headline. But um, but I'm fine with it. I just don't know if anybody else is. But seriously, it's just like I learned from the best. I did not have my shit together back in the day. But I'm glad that like compared to other interns or compared to the company that we were working with, it seemed that way. Well, so I appreciate it. I have had some pretty bad interns over the years. I've had yeah. some amazing interns and I always have this um, motto of be nice to your interns because they could be your boss someday and that has actually happened some interns I've had have better jobs than me and then I've had (laughs) some interns or some people that I've mentored that are just not ready for prime time yeah so you know you try and you try and tell people hard truths and some people take that wisdom and they move on with it and do great and some people don't and, and that's just the way it is Well, and I think it's also like the interest point of like, when I walked in to the company that I worked for after college, I'll just say what it is, Atlanta Eats, like, I just immediately felt this connection. And I also was like, oh my God, like I'm speaking with the Mara Davis. Oh, you're too nice to me. I know, I probably shouldn't flatter this much, but I'm just saying like, my vantage point at the time was like, walking in, being with somebody that I had heard my whole life and then being able to be with you in person and that you were actually like a generous and caring person was really cool that you could see when somebody wants to work hard and wants to learn from you and then you know as you said groom that person into like making them a better person in their career it just felt like I had this it like almost predestined like meeting with you. It was really great. Well, we had a great experience together and that's when I was doing a little radio show and just, mm-hmm. you know, I know Sky like is blowing me up. Like, oh my gosh, I've had this <laughs> fabulous life. But at the time, you have. at yeah. the time, and I have, 
Um, but at the time, like it was not the highest point in my life. It was, yeah. I was doing a radio show and it, I went from like a big major radio station to nobody wanting to hire me to doing this radio show on Saturday mornings, talking about food mm-hmm. on an AM station where I'm not sure anybody was listening. And, and it was just great because Sky would come in every Saturday as a volunteer to mm. learn. And really I was just trying to keep my muscle strong. I wasn't getting yeah. paid for it. I Maybe I was. No, I think I was getting paid for it, but very, very little. Yeah. But I really gained so much knowledge from it and having you there. It really taught me things having you there, like as far as booking guests or the way segments go, because I had never really done full segments of talk radio before. Yeah. And that was something I really, really wanted to do at the time. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately... There, are, there really are no ladies on, on terrestrial talk radio. I mean, yep. that's not a real thing. That's not me just, you know, being, you know. Statistically a, proven. A cranky yeah. broad. I mean, yeah. so um, it was great to have you there for that and just know that, you know, wh- whoever anybody is, when you think their career is, like, at its such a peak, I mm-hmm. feel like, and you understand this now with everything that you're doing, you have to constantly keep chasing because oh, yeah. the moments of greatness can be fleeting. Absolutely. And I think that makes me scared all the time too. Like whenever I do have an awesome opportunity, I am always like trying to live in the moment, but I'm also like, how can I continue this and not let this be the end? You know, it kind of like scares me and I scary. don't know how to like it is scary. be out of that mindset or if it's just the industry. It's scary, You, but you have to keep chasing and know your worth and yeah. know that like sometimes when you think something's going to be the biggest thing ever and mm-hmm. it doesn't work out that way, sometimes things happen the way they're supposed to. A uh, really, really close friend of mine says that to me because yeah. I've had a lot of disappointments. Yeah. So you're doing great and you're doing everything you're supposed to do sky and you just got married and you're beautiful and you're smart and you have great talent. And so I do not worry about you for one minute. That's very, very nice. And now I have that on recording. So (laughs) thanks. I'm going to listen to it every night as my, or you can just call me. Yeah. I can just get a new phrasing every time. Um, no, I mean, it's also cool to think about in those moments of like, okay, 10 years ago, you were in a different transition period in your career and everything. And, you know, I was like RIPing Dave FM at the same time. I was so freaking pissed when that ended because that was my station. And I like, that was just the vibe of the moment. And as a listener, anybody who made that decision, I don't agree with it, but, um, but I know where things have changed. And now, you know, we're sitting in like a portable studio. We're, we're really in the Keller Williams studio, a beautiful space. Shout out Keller Williams. Shout out Keller Williams. This <laughs> town Brookhaven team is the best. Jenna Miesroth, the best in the game, but it's w- the audio industry, the consumption has changed so dramatically in the past decade. I understand where that went, but I think it's cool that you didn't just like say, oh, it was this or bust. Like you kept going and you kept like latching on to opportunities that made sense for you and you continue doing that. And that's going to lead us to the crux of our conversation today. But you didn't let that stop you from building relationships, being a positive force wherever you went and continuing on that path for you of, and not doing things that 
you didn't want to do. Well, it was hard. Uh, you know, it's it's just people will say to me, and of course, I love attention. And people would say they're like, "Oh my God, you're doing so many amazing things." I'm yeah. like, this is just. Uh, it's been 11 years since Dave FM, which is mm. crazy to think. And it's just because I've been constantly chasing and the food thing came about. I was having chefs on my show very yeah. early on. I mean, really, it started in 2000 when I had Anthony Bourdain on. And I was obsessed wow. with Anthony Bourdain. I loved his book, Kitchen yeah. Confidential. And at the time, you know, my husband, Mike, and I had just, my, and my husband mm -hmm. really wanted to be a chef. Uh, and he almost that. went to culinary school. And so we were very into it. And we used to go, this is an Atlanta deep cut. This yeah. restaurant called Soto in yes. Disco Kroger. We used to go there all the time. That was one of the first yeah. early, like, like culinary destinations. Mm -hmm. And so I was really into it and Anthony Bourdain came to my studio and he had a book thing and I actually like hung out with him, smoked yeah. a joint with him. Fuck yes. yes. So that's Let's a good go. claim to fame I have. I mean, I can't believe this is my first time hearing it. Devastated right when he died, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I was doing a lot of that. I was, okay. I was having people on my radio show I, and, and what started it yeah. was the Atlanta Food Bank. Uh, there was a woman named Janice Reese and she has since passed away and I adored mm. her so. And there were these events where it was, you would go to a restaurant and now it seems very commonplace, but yeah. back then it was you go to a restaurant and a portion of the proceeds go to the food bank. Okay. 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 And so I would have the chef on like the day before to say this is happening tomorrow. Yeah, so I event. got to know Kevin Rathbun, Jerry Claskal, like all mm -hmm. the Jerry Claskala from Aria, like all kinds of different chefs. And this became a regular bit. And so mm -hmm. I was very into this early on. I mean, and I want to say before like the whole celebrity chef phenomenon. Mm -hmm. So that is really how I got involved in the food scene and people in the restaurant business, I mean, you can get any chef to talk to you. They love attention. So yes. it was like, so it was a great little niche for me. And that's how I kind of carved out the lane of restaurants and food in the city. And it wasn't like, so I had the fascination, but it was also like the philanthropic arm. And that's mm -hmm. always what I have to say to people. Like just lean yes. into philanthropy when you can, because it can take you a lot of places. And in this case, it really, it really did. And that's how it all started. Well, and I think not only is the nonprofit and volunteering angle of things a way that you are giving back throughout your accomplishments, but it's something that like that guides you in a sense of purpose throughout all of your career endeavors. Like if you don't have that and you're just getting the attention, but there isn't anything on the other side where you feel like, oh, I'm getting this attention in a positive way, or I'm getting this attention in helping people, or I, I'm getting this attention for a reason of a bigger platform to support more people. I think that's the most special way to be in the public light because I think it may, it enriches your life so much. Well, it does, and with power comes responsibility, right? Yeah. So it's just like, you know, and it gets hard because a lot of people will want to take, 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 and ask you to do everything, and certainly you don't have time for that. But when I was really soul-searching in, you know, you go from, like, big radio personality on Tuesday, and then mm -hmm. Wednesday you're just a mom. 
you know, when you're nobody, right. That was a great way for me to pivot my career was to lean into different charities and yeah. And so being, and that's how I ended up at Atlanta eats because I had that background in working with the Atlanta community food bank and you know, again, it wasn't calculated. I wasn't like, I'm going to do a to B. It was Mm -hmm. just, it just sort of worked out that way. And it's really been beneficial to me in, in a lot of different ways. Like looked at that stuff, doing all the chef interviews and being involved in that and hosting all the events that are food related, you know, in the early aughts and then on. And then Atlanta Eats led me to a food network pilot that yeah. never got picked up, you know, but Great it experience was an still. amazing experience. So like, and in a weird way, since I haven't been doing Atlanta Eats since like 2019, mm-hmm. I kind of thought I was like sort of a slow fade out of the food universe, even though yeah. like I still love trying new restaurants. I still love giving recommendations. I still yeah. love chefs. I still, you know, all of that stuff. I go to the farmer's market every Saturday. Like I'm very into it, but I'm just like, okay, you know, cause I found other career paths. I'm like, all right, maybe this isn't happening for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I got a call from the Michelin people. Okay. Can we just like, you know, that's kind of a big, <laughs> okay, just casually getting a call. First of all, I don't even answer calls anymore because everybody is a weird telemarketer spam. I don't even know how that well, business still Well, it was an exists. email that led to a okay, call. All okay, all right, because I, I want to go through and actually hear about this process. Yep. How did they connect with you? How did you know it wasn't spam? How did you, like, so, believe it yeah. and feel it and know it and immediately commit to it? it? Came or did through, you? So it came through the Atlanta Convention and Visitors Bureau. Okay. So okay. I had been... And this is why I say you really have to take certain opportunities. I had done, and I don't know if this is the path to me get it, but I getting this gig. But yeah. I had done. I was a guest speaker at this pace setters lunch back in mm. February, and someone reached out for to, the ACV. No, it was oh. just this, this pace setters is an organiz It's a women's organization okay. and they're in event planning. Okay. And they had asked me to speak how they have it. I think once a quarter they have a luncheon and they all network with each other and they have a different speaker and they had asked me to be their speaker. And you know, I, I'm like, all right, get up yeah. and talk about myself for 30 minutes. Sounds good to me. Free lunch. Sign me up. You know, I'll have the chicken. Sounds yeah. great. <laughs> so I did that and I was sitting at the table with a bunch of people from the, the ACVB or Discover okay. Atlanta or whatever yeah. they call it. They call it now. And through that, I, I had talked to them, and then I had done them a couple of favors. They mm-hmm. were looking for some, ta- booking some talent, whatever, talked them on and off. And then I randomly got an email from someone named Heather, at the Heather, bless her, yeah. at the conventioner, Atlantic Convention. Hashtag bless yes. Heather. Mm-hmm. And she was like, hey, this is coming up. Would you be interested in doing it? And Well, that was a no-brainer. Do you want a dentist that actually spends time getting to know you and your needs? A practice that not only provides regular cleanings, but also excels in straightening teeth, replacing missing teeth, and helping highly anxious patients? Peach Dental is a family-owned practice that does just that. If you're looking for an elevated dental experience, join me at Peach Dental. It's where I go to keep my teeth healthy. Dr. Resnick is offering a special discount for Sky's the Limit listeners. Get 15% off teeth whitening and a 10% discount off of their office membership plan. Visit peachdentalatl.com to learn more and book your appointment. Again, that's peachdentalatl.com. 
I, I would imagine nobody said no to that. Like, well, they said that I was their first call. Oh, no, I'm saying, like, internationally, if you're asked, like, oh, you want to do Michelin, Colorado, like, anybody who's at, like, this is such a major thing, and I think it's the conflation of, like, in my mind, the pinnacle of food um, awarding and the pinnacle of, like, media, so I'm like, it's oh, good. my God, it's, it's good. so good, and of course you were the first one. <laughs> I literally cannot imagine anybody else to I be mean, in that position. there's other people who could have no. done it. I mean, there's plenty of people who could have done it. But that wasn't, that wasn't meant for them. That's not their path. This is your path. And so, well, yeah. Well, it was just, and you know, it was pretty amazing, actually, because when they, when I did get the call. Yeah. And this is why, like, I, I always have to say, like, just because you look at someone's, like, glossy photo, you don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. So, like, <laughs> I was, like, something, like, business-wise that was a super bummer had just happened to me that weekend. Like, I okay. was in a bad place. Yep. And then this call comes through. That's always how it happens, though. Yes. So, then, when after I had talked to Heather, yeah. then I had to have a meeting with the Michelin team. Yep. And I and I and obviously they had the Michelin team had vetted me and yeah. they they knew who I was. And so then I had a call with them and they explained what it was and explained what the rules were. And then they they decided they wanted to move forward. Ah. And from there, it was very turnkey, Sky. It was not yeah. like, you know, I had very little details about exactly what I was doing until the day before. Mm-hmm. But being the person that I am, I went online oh, and yeah. completely stalked all the other ceremonies because you can actually watch it on YouTube. So mm-hmm. it lives there forever. So I was watching other ceremonies to get an idea of what to expect, and that really helped a lot going into this. Oh, absolutely. Like, just knowing even the cadence of you announcing the person coming to the stage, the screen coming up after, like, just knowing the flow of the event and what could happen and comparing those experiences to feel comfortable because obviously this has never been done this has never been announced in Atlanta before so it's yeah like, it, you need to kind of know where they're coming from to feel good in well, your position it does help when you have the way they had a first class audio visual team mm-hmm. someone who wrote shout out Andrew who wrote this incredible script it really does make a difference difference look I've emceed a thousand things and sometimes yeah. you get up there with a script that's just like you want to just like <laughs> curl up in the fetal position and die like one more food pun and a, I'm gonna or bolt. it's not just yeah. that it's like a lot of times p- people write a script of like you know someone's entire three paragraph bio it's like nobody's listening to you you know what I mean uh, or it's like yeah and I've seen MCs, here's your tip for you. Yeah, please. Nobody wants to hear about you or your life. Like, no, as, you're there as like a channel, like, a vessel. Like, like STFU, move on with the program. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm very conscious of that stuff. So, you know, when you have like a teleprompter, lighting, pronunciations, and then... The creme de la creme of like getting you set up and feeling good. I literally, if I had this team, like I could yeah. do this job every day because yeah. it's just, you know, because I have such experience doing this yeah. like on like a shoestring. 
Exactly, which builds your character. Yes. I finally had a teleprompter last week and was like, thank you, God. Yes. It's finally here. Yes. So so that made it a lot easier for me. But I was yeah. definitely like, but and doing the run through the night before yeah. eased my nerves a little bit for sure. Yeah. It's, um wow. Okay. Because I was also wondering about this when I was watching the live stream. Um, was the teleprompter like in the floor or where did they position that teleprompter was, do they adjust the font to your liking or like the size of the the letters and stuff like how did they set that up for you so it was right in front of us okay and the reason why there were pauses is there were two teleprompters because what you were seeing with what we saw in the teleprompter and then how it had to come up on the screen behind us okay. so we didn't want to say it before it came up yes. on the screen so there was that. But I liked the suspense. I thought yes. it was very good at holding that tension yes. in the room. And I thought that was just your expert <laughs> pause and cadence <laughs> that I was being guided by. I was like, oh, my God, Elliot, next category. Are we ready for it? So It was so rehearsed. Like we I had, credited you, though. But we yeah. had it down. And then I had this co-host, Elizabeth, mm -hmm. uh, from... France. I mean, yeah. she literally just got on Monday. She was like, I just got off the plane. Oh you know, so I gosh. didn't know her at all. And she was very beautiful. Yes. And very French and very like, you know, Chic like as hell. I wasn't like, like, she, don't get me wrong. She couldn't mm -hmm. have been any more lovely and warm to me, but like in a European French way. Yes. Like the warmth of Southern people versus the warmth of maybe from south of france like we weren't we weren't energies. exchanging digits or anything like that there yeah, was no like was strictly professional yeah, this wasn't like no we're gonna f follow each other on instagram and be friends i mean and i don't mean yeah. that as a diss it was just like she had a purpose i was asking a lot of questions on how it went down but yeah so they had it all organized right. but the fact that we had met each other the night before and then she was very lovely mm -hmm. last night at the event so it was like it was all good but all of that stuff was super super rehearsed but the the prompter had mm -hmm. the one font which was very big that we could good. both see because you don't want to be squinting up there well, and then no. it's just well no it was big and you could see it yeah. and it was like literally like mara do this right now <laughs> Walk two steps to your right and stand. It was. Thank you. On your it X. Was. Does um, Elizabeth host all of the different cities in the world? She does Ceremonies? not. They're, okay. they're different people. And I knew this because, like I said, I watched a bunch of them. Yeah. So she's done quite a few of them, but they wow. have different people do them. I was just thinking, I mean, it's cool to know that now on the back end because obviously with Michelin being Michelin, there's an intimidation factor of like emceeing this type of event or, you know, in my life world vantage point, I would think that. But I think it's kind of comforting to know that she doesn't host all of them either. Like this is a new environment for her. This isn't something she does every single day. Oh, no. She works for Michelin. She's worked for Michelin for 12 years. Yeah. And honestly, I was asking her a lot of questions like are you is this happen again next year like how mm -hmm. does this work and right they're figuring that out so the, this is the way that it's only in a, a limited amount of cities and states yeah so i think atlanta was the eighth in in america yes yeah so they I, are toying all of that they're just toying yeah. with it so she didn't have all the answers to that so they're gonna wait and see um because my question and I don't know if this was expressed to you or not, but if the star accreditation, accreditation, is it accreditation, accreditation? 
I don't know. Go with it. You know, look it up. Google it, people. I, I don't know how to speak right now, but... um. It only lasts for a year, Yes, right? that's right. So how would they know if it's renewed? Can they keep their star up? Will they be fined if the star isn't taken down? But what if they haven't been given a... TBD. TBD. Yeah. TBD. Okay. TBD. Mm, okay, interesting. Yep. And I also wonder if you know this or not, if let's say, you know, Atlas was given one star last night. Will... This could just be TBD. Will the anonymous diners be rotating again? Yes. And they could... Uh, potentially elevate to a two star yes they will be coming back all year is a year-long process so they will be going back absolutely that's so super cool yeah did you get any like i don't know sense of how many anonymous diners were taking no idea atlanta down because i want to know well i was reading online that even when you work for Michelin as an anonymous mm-hmm. diner, it's like you're a member of the CIA. Like your oh, family wow. doesn't even know. <gasps> like seriously, it's that intense. Now it's funny because um, Craig Richards, Chef Craig Richards from the mm-hmm. restaurant Lila Lila, and they won as one of the recommended restaurants. Now I had seen Craig a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I had told I told him I was like, oh, I'm emceeing. He's like, well, yeah. we got invited, and you know, yeah. whatever, we got a letter, this and that. He didn't know what it was. And I asked him, I'm like, have you noticed anybody coming in and dining? And he said, yeah. we think, we think, we right. think. Because, look, you're a restaurateur. You know your clientele. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think that's sort of hard in Metro Atlanta, but especially yes. the Fox. That's where they are. There's Mid-town, a lot of theater yeah. people coming in, so I don't know. But they, he, they seem to feel that there were some people in there that... They don't very, look from a, like they're from around yeah, here kind of thing. Yeah, and maybe even asking questions about some of the dishes or the preparation Possibly. that they don't often get, and then they also happen to have like a French accent or something, and you're like, I don't know. Are all of the anonymous diners French? I don't Do we know. know that? I don't know. I don't think. I, I don't think. They're, I don't know if they expose that either. They don't. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't all know. All I know is like Michelin. If you ever hear this, I I'm. I will accept an invitation to be an anonymous diner. So give me a call. Yeah, I don't think you're getting it, Sky. Yeah, but good, I, nice not try. Yet, not yet. I'm going to keep these lofty goals okay. for myself. But um, no, okay. So you're saying Craig got an invitation to attend. I heard from one of my PR friends that maybe about a month ago, Michelin reached out to the chef and restaurant owner of another restaurant that was um, given a. A recognition last night and asked for photos of some of their dishes right and so that's when they were like okay we need to go to the ceremony because obviously something's coming right. out of it we that's don't know what Craig what. got to yes okay so that's kind of the approach with that because I was wondering like you know that we talked about it briefly before we started recording but there were two different um restaurants or the best psalm from the chastain was juan cortez um who wasn't in attendance he was actually being a psalm right. being his job at the chastain so he couldn't go on stage to accept his award and just congrats to him what an amazing accomplishment and he should feel so proud yeah, and great restaurant hopefully too. can um you know watch the ceremony and feel a part of it in a certain way and also Hawakaya or another Hawakawa. word Hawakawa. I'm sure you had to pronounce everything about 52 times. I don't think I had to say that one, but yes. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was a moment that I had to fill. Yeah. um, And... Because you were kind of told to anticipate everybody walking to the stage to accept their award. Yes, we rehearsed that, yes. Yeah. 
So, and that's fine. There's no knocks on them. That's not them saying they don't want to accept their one star out of one out of five restaurants out of all of Atlanta to receive that designation. It's just maybe they didn't get the email. Maybe they didn't know. Who knows? But, uh, or maybe they just had imposter syndrome and didn't think it would be them. I don't know. We don't know the answers. But still great questions to put out into the ether and see if anybody has any responses to this. Uh Um, But everyone else showed up. So I think it really was that email asking for photos to the chefs that really like tipped them off like we need to be here. You mentioned you didn't get to like mix and mingle before really. I didn't because I, I, number one, didn't. I had to have a poker face because I had mm-hmm. an idea of what was going to be happening. So that mm-hmm. was number one. Mm-hmm. It was really funny. I saw Fred Castellucci yeah. there from um, Mujo. H- yeah. So he owns Mujo, who won the one star. Yep. And it's really funny, Sky. I had run into him like two weeks ago and oh I told him I was emceeing it. And, and you know, I did, obviously didn't know then, but, like, before I went into the ceremony, I had an idea of what was going on. And if yeah. I had seen people at the cocktail party, it would have been hard for me. Yes. But also, emceeing a major event like that, I, I, I didn't want to waste any of my energy In, and yeah. bandwidth on a cocktail party. Agreed. So I went straight backstage. Um, but when I saw Fred at the after ceremony, uh-huh. he was like, he was like, did you, did you know? He was like, I know if you saw me, you would have given me, you would have winked at me. And I was like, that's why I ran backstage. Mary, you need to invest in some big ass sunglasses so you could be around people and not tip them off. But the good thing is you didn't, you knew how to hide yourself, but you need to be like on Chris Kardashian level and freaking put those sunglasses on. Well, I, yeah. I mean, so I was like, I, I went backstage and like, I was just getting in the mental place because I, I really recognize number one, huge thing for the city. Number two, being streamed live and all the different restaurants and all the people attached to these restaurant tours and people who work in the industry were watching number three, the city of Atlanta and what this means. Mm -hmm. And so I was really, that was my mindset and my energy level with hosting it. I wanted to be really sure that I was, serving every master in that way you were focused it's really like it's an art it and and also a craft to prepare your mind for those types of high pressure situations you had to be on your a game because everybody was depending on that yes and people don't realize that you being put together orchestrates a successful event it really does well i thought of everything like i even like little things where I've learned with being on camera or emceeing over the Mm -hmm. years, like I knew there was a red background and not to wear red. Right. Uh, Or even green. So I like, I really coordinated what I was wearing. I wore silver because I knew that would look good off the red. It also looks very award ceremony. It felt, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Thank you. And gold would look a little gaudy. Like I thought the silver was a nice look. So it it was like, and, and I made a couple of jokes the, mm-hmm. when there were some dead moments like yes. well the one joke I don't even know where it came from but I think I might have written it down okay Say it again so when I'm listing off the 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 list of sponsors I'm like is everybody looped up tonight yes <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it got a big laugh yeah because we're Atlanta we joke about that uh, okay stuff. But, oh, did Elizabeth have something oh, to say? No, after? No, oh, no, 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 no. Everybody <laughs>, laughed. I didn't get any pushback on that, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. But um, 
Actually, my husband told me that people were joking about it in the live stream. I don't know if that's true. I couldn't find... I didn't go on the comments, and I kind of wish I did, but I am <laughs> always so stuck in the comments of things. I was like, I don't want to see any hate here. I'm just watching it uh, real deal. It's, it, so that was funny, and then when... Um, Somebody didn't show up, and I said this awkward yeah. moment is brought yes. to you by. So that got yes. a lot of. I even Elizabeth laughed at that, like getting her to laugh at, you know, getting a Parisian to get a laugh. That is so when you feel good about. So what yeah, you're doing. and then yes. here's the other crazy moment on stage mm -hmm. of the night. Okay, early on. I think I know this one too. I like, but I didn't want to call you out on it. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh well, okay. So did your earring fall out? Yes. <laughs> but it's because Neil. From yes. Miller Union, yes. who won the front of house award, mm -hmm. came up and I, I, I'm not exactly sure if he hugged me or he pushed me or whatever, but he like hit my ear really hard. <laughs> and I'm saying this to you right now, my ear is still throbbing from it. So my <laughs> earring, I was wearing these big hoops yeah. and it pulled on my lobe and flew across the stage. Now... And I, and, it, and I was like, and I knew that I'm on camera the entire time and I have to hug everybody and hold the award and do, like, I know right. my marching orders, but in my mind, I'm like, my earring's on the floor. Yep. I'm on camera. I don't want to be on stage with one earring. I got to get that earring back. I got to get this. So I'm like covering my hair with it, making sure, thinking, and I'm like looking at the earring. I'm looking at it. I'm like, there it is. It's down there. It's down there. So when there was a big, like, like it was a, Big, Big crowd. crowd of I up. kneeled down. I picked it up. I put it back on. This was towards the end. Mm -hmm. I did get a text from the chef and owner of Miller Union. Oh my god! Uh, a few hours later, and said, "Because I don't have Neil's number. I know Neil." Yeah. Um, and he was like, "I'm really sorry that Neil uh, shot hit you up. in the ear." <laughs> And I was like, well, good. Now uh, you better put me first in line for a, a reservation. Yes, I get me that. Whenever I want, I get reservations yes. on the spot. I saw this happen, but I know nobody else saw it. I just am always fixated on like the little things that humanize and experience, yes. I guess. And that was one of them because I've had that happen recently too, where somebody just hugs me a little too hard, where we need to calm down. I know we had a pandemic and a little brief hiatus of hugging, but let's hold off on the aggressive like i mean post injury hug and it, I, it's not like he was excited oh, he totally. was in shock and disbelief he was just trying to come on stage and make sure he got his award this is no shitting on neil you deserve to have as many weird hugs as you want like that's fine but it was the amount that the earring flung and then the professionalism that I witnessed in you being like you know this is not the moment to squat in the front <laughs> yes. this is not the moment yes. and you found the most discreet time because I didn't even see you squatting yes I, I waited towards the end but I was well meanwhile they're not it wasn't even like real they were just like yeah. fake diamond earring hoops yeah but I was like I want that earring back like I'm not leaving without that earring right uh, so yeah so that was like an awkward but besides that it all went pretty smooth agreed and like i said i liked that holding of the tension and the suspense between hold they wanted it that way and that so credit and to michelin on that yeah. i had nothing to do with that i mean i was legit watching the oscars like it was <laughs> that moment for me i was like and i really like and i don't know i wanted to ask you about this too because emotions are running high like these chefs have worked their whole lives these owners these people in the restaurant and it's psalms cocktail like all of the different categories like 
it's a pinnacle career moment for so many people. Even I see, you know, Gun Show being put on the guide um, and Kevin Gillespie's up there. You know, he's been on Top Chef. He's gotten so many accolades, but being mentioned by Michelin is a whole other level, you know? So how were you able to kind of like stay on stage and stay in your moment and not take in any of those emotions even when like jared um from or jared oh, from, yes yeah, from little from bear little that bear. was exciting kind of made me teary because he that was really exciting i mean look i mean in my mind like i'm just doing a job there i'm happy yeah. for everybody i mean i was really happy for all the recipients there were a couple people that i would have liked to have seen get be recognized yeah. so that was sort of you know, it is what it is. I have a feeling I know one of them. So, you know, I, yeah. you know, but again, they're going to do what they're going to do. And yeah. it's, I, they have their rhythm, their rhyme and yeah. their reasons. And I'm not going to question their, yeah. their technique and, and what, what, what they stand for. I'm just totally. so happy to be a part of it. And I think, you know, they did a job that they reflected what people have been talking about in Atlanta for a long time. A lot of the restaurants that were given that accreditation or like whatever the word, I cannot speak in that. That's, that's a hard word to say accreditation or accreditation, but, um, they, they deserved it. They've been written about, they've been dined at and enjoyed. And you know, this is just Michelin's first time being here. They're going to get to know us a bit more. Um, but we can't, even if there is like a restaurant and this is not against you, it's just people I saw like in the comments trolling after. Yeah, what were in, they saying? Okay, I almost, I don't know where I put my phone. Oh, here it is. I was looking at AJC Dining, you know, right. shared the imagery after and I was reading the comments yep. this morning of the trolls and it was freaking hilarious. People were like, yeah, good Michelin. You didn't mention one Buford Highway restaurant and then AJC was hitting them hard in the comments. They're like, no, there were actually five recognized restaurants oh, on yeah. Buford Highway. They're this, 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 and this. And Buford Highway was recognized. Yes. So AJC Dining is like not taking shit in the comments right now for all of that. There were a couple other people that I saw like um, Spring should be on there. Like Spring and Marietta, great restaurant. You know, or just calling out other restaurants that should have been on there. But like at the same time, the list has got to end somewhere. 45 restaurants were recognized. That's amazing. And I'm so glad that they found a treasure trove of dining institutions in Atlanta. Oh, to totally, totally. So it's like, I, you know, look, especially food, food people are going to, everybody's going to have their opinions. And honestly, good for you. I, I, in my mind, I'm like, like I had one friend just like, texting me who it actually kind of pissed me off because he was yeah. just like I can't that would have trashed I didn't do this I'm like you know what bye no it's that's not the response that we should be receiving I will say that that is because of the controversial state that we're in on like social media that everything yeah. needs a rebuttal it doesn't this is what the awards are these people deserve it and let's not take away their shine of this moment yes. they have worked their whole career to receive any sort of acknowledgement of this caliber they didn't even know it would ever happen in Atlanta right, right. and let's just let them have a freaking moment in the light right absolutely you know? I'm with you and um okay i yeah here's one of the troll comments oh, on ajc dining not recognizing any buford highway restaurants is absolutely ridiculous thanks for your due diligence you stupid idiot but ajc dining hit him right back um 
at this user. Five restaurants on Buford Highway were recognized. Kamayan, Lanzhou Ramen, Food Terminal, Han to Han El Kwan and Nam Fung. And um, so they're just like going back and forth in the comments, which I think is a pretty ballsy thing as a social media account. I love account. Kamayan. I love all those restaurants. Oh, Kamayan. Mia is the sweetest too. I have only been there one time, but it rocked my world. I love that place. Yeah. Well, oh, and somebody said... Um, I'm surprised it was only five. Congrats to the star holders. And AJ says, like, a total of 45 rec restaurants were recognized in the guide, but just five were awarded a star. Like, you know, people just aren't educating themselves before kind of putting, like, a backhanded, like, Oh, it's like, it's like I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, listen, if they're commenting and excited and, yeah. and engaged in the dining community, because, look, I think this is a real... Um, motivator for restaurants in Atlanta because I think Atlanta had a hot moment in being mm -hmm. a, a premier dining scene and then I feel like it lost its way a little bit yeah it got oversaturated yeah there was too much of the celebrity chef thing yeah people got a little big for their britches and had yes. multiple locations of their restaurants and their brands mm -hmm. and really at the end of the day when it, with a, a really good quality restaurant I always look at consistency mm -hmm. small menu mm -hmm. i don't need trendy i want good i don't yes. care if i'm in the basement of a gross ass you know yeah. no ambiance kind of place if it's consistent so i think atlanta did for a it was so hot for a minute and i yeah. think in the past like maybe five years i mean i think it's really it's really hard to yeah. say in COVID, and that's why i really to me the biggest story of the one stars was mm -hmm. lazy betty Yes. Just because Lazy Betty, <laughs> Lazy Betty being a multi-course tasting restaurant mm -hmm. in COVID, people yeah. weren't dining out, people weren't spending money. The fact that they really stuck it out, they are such an incredible story. Yeah. I've only been there one time and mm -hmm. it was an extraordinary experience. This was like, I don't know, like 2019, 2018. Yeah. And right when they were revving up. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so that to me was just like so you know that and 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 also it's do people still want tasting menus right so like for me like i am not the biggest lover of tasting menus anymore and it's yeah. not because it's not great it's just because my stomach can only handle a certain <laughs> amount. I mean, it's really, I'm like getting older and I just can't process can't things. Can't do cream sauces yeah, for so many Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. just it. That's just it. Look, I went to Mujo, an, yeah. one of the other one-star restaurants. I yeah. did do that uh, a couple of months ago. You know, my girlfriend and I, we like bought the tickets. It was an extraordinary experience. Yes. It 100% makes sense that they won. But, mm -hmm. but, 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 mm -hmm. but, 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 but. I really paid for it the next day. Me personally, not yes. everybody else. And we made the mistake because I was with one of my friends, Ollie. And of course, mm -hmm. we're just You're drinking. With well, it wasn't just the drinking. Yeah. It was like you get the omakase and then you can order some extra shit. Mm -hmm. And of course, we're like, we're here. Let's just order everything. So we ate too much. And it was just like, but the experience itself, I'm like, okay, 
This restaurant is world-class dining. It yes. is 16 seats. It is unique. It is high quality. And then the other thing about it is because they're making it right in front of you, yeah. they're looking at you and you have to eat every morsel. <laughs> so it the was, pressure is on. It really, it really, really was. So, yeah. so like those stories, and that's another one in COVID. I mean, you yeah. know, like when you're having people cutting back on their dining or, or experiences yeah. and you have these restaurants that are, expensive and people are like i want a good value like i remember when i used to do the restaurant report on the burt show for so many years <laughs> and the thing that used to drive me crazy what the thing that and i would literally if anybody asked me for a recommendation yeah i would always even if it was like in a town i didn't live near i would still google it look at ratings because i i like like researching that yeah, stuff you can't really take every recommendation but, you get but yeah. people would be like i want to go someplace great that doesn't break the bank doesn't oh, break, break the bank. i hate break the bank <laughs> don't like break the bank i'm like you know what Break the bank. You're going out to dinner yes. one time. And also, you know what? If you don't want to break the bank, then go to your local pub or yeah. go to Chili's. Or Publix and get a pub sub. Right. So, like, but if you want a restaurant recommendation, yeah. that and where can I get bottomless mimosas. Oh Those were the two that, like, I couldn't stand. So, like, look, if you're going to Lazy Betty... They're literally like getting there at the crack of dawn. Mm -hmm. They're sourcing all the food. They're like literally like giving these vegetables a massage all day yes. to taste and look a certain way. So shut up, break <laughs> the bank, and enjoy it because that is the experience that you're paying for. And yeah. that is why you get a Michelin star. Yes. You're not getting chicken wings that could be delicious too. Right. You're getting a full on culinary experience and that's the difference that wow i mean that's really like a great way to kind of just wrap that like moment of michelin because in a certain sense i was like this is great but it, this is not the only thing in the food scene of atlanta that like we are known for like there's so many pop-ups there's so many collaborations there's so many in the know to know but that's just not what michelin does and this is a standardized way of dining around the world so it's like they're going to right. recognize the people that are up at the ass crack of dawn sourcing food from local farmers and local purveyors and then making that food taste like the most delicious thing on the whole damn planet and it aligns with other amazing international delights around the planet right too. so it's just like this is their rule so it's just like the people um getting upset and disagreeing with them yeah. i think is probably something that they welcome mm -hmm. because it keeps people talking about it yes adds to the conversation Absolutely. and it makes it relevant i mean literally when i was looking this morning was you know i already was like okay this is enough social for the morning because every single food account in Atlanta is talking about it. And even the food or just news accounts like A-Tail Scoop or whatever, they're posting Michelin and getting a crazy amount of engagement on it. This is making its mark in Atlanta. And I think we know from experience in Atlanta, Atlanta has a lot of things to look at, choose from, experiences to have. That speaks a lot to discover Atlanta. Like you could be doing a million different things any day in Atlanta. So for everybody to have that conversation focused on Michelin for this moment in time, 
great success on both the parts of Discover Atlanta and Michelin. Well, and I'm just excited that I'm in every picture. <laughs> I know. Okay. I do have to say that too, is that you killed it with the just discreet, oh, I'm just going to buddy up with you as They wanted no. So just, I loved it. okay, to be clear, Sky, that wasn't me being a PR whore. They rehearsed sure. it. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I swear to you, they okay. wanted me to be in the picture. Yeah. And if you look at all the other yeah. cities, the ho the MC okay. is in the photos as well. So Amazing. I could definitely understand why one would be like, look at Mara just greasing her way in there because I definitely no. would do that. I but, yes. but the truth is, is that is the way it was rehearsed. Yes. And I just sort of did everything they asked. But yes. yeah, I mean, like I just, before I got in here, I was like looking and I'm like, oh my God, there's another article. And there I am with Jared Siebler. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and it's fantastic. I mean, it's yeah. so great. I mean, it's just such, it's such a, um, it was so rewarding in that way yeah. because I think I'm just, it was such a big moment for me, me personally, yes. just because, and again, here we go to, I, I must remind people. Yeah. I had a tremendous radio career and no radio station wanted to hire me. Mm -hmm. And so now here I am years later doing mm. this super high profile thing. Um, and, and companies that didn't want to elevate me that I didn't get that chance to do yeah. it. And now suddenly I'm like everywhere with On it. And so, it, and you know, it's hard, you know, I didn't see it, but now I like, it's just a nice, and you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, I ran into somebody mm -hmm. who, an organization I used to work with and I was not elevated in a way I felt I should yeah. have been. And it was, they were there and I was like, Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so don't worry. I'm in every photo. And so, yeah. It's so, so it's really, I'm very proud of it. And, and yeah, and I'm so thrilled and I hope like, and I'm truly like as much as I love dining and culinary, mm -hmm. I love emceeing. I love that yes. kind of job. It's really great. I've have a lot of experience in it. So you're amazing. So I would it. like to do it more. It's, it's, yeah. it's just, it's a great, it's a great freaking gig, man. It is it's great. I mean, let's hope they keep coming back year over year, but also you're, but also share it, but also like yeah. I'm down to like share the wealth. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's wild. Like, you know, there are, I think a lot of qualified people in the city who could have done it, but mm -hmm. I do think there is a, there is that delicate balance of they mm -hmm. didn't want someone who was going to make it like a comedian them, or like, or, yes. you know, or it's just like, because that's not what they were looking for. No. And I think that's just the difference in experience and the professionalism that you exude. It's you're focused on your task. I mean, like you said, you wouldn't even go out to the little mix and mingle at first. You had to get your head focused and in the game and make sure you weren't tipping anybody off of anything. And I think that like, that is the way to go. And it's also Michelin is not like what's the hottest at this exact moment in time it's showing longevity with restaurants yeah. and stuff too so it's not okay let's get this comedian who's fresh out of dad's garage at this exact moment to like share it it's like who represents atlanta in yeah, a certain way i think so and that's how i see you reflected in that way and i think it was just so freaking well, cool that's... to see it all tailored up because i'm just saying i'm honor. just saying at uga i had to take in order to pass school and like go and graduate and get my degree I had to take Georgia history 
and the history book was quite thin to be honest with you it it needed a little fluffing up a lot has happened in the past 10 years that'll be added to that history book but i guarantee this will be one of those moments that yeah, will shine I in the history so. book of georgia i think it's so. beautiful it's a an accomplishment it's a beautiful thing that i think you were able so to do i think so the one that i was the most excited for and yeah. this is actually a really funny story yeah um so seeing the busy bee get on there was was, yeah. was as a recommended re or bib gourmand which was like so 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 cool uh you know these are like the places that are a right. good value to go out of your way for and i saw the busy bee on there and i have a really funny busy bee story oh let's hear it so when i was booking talent at adult swim i did that yeah. for like six years and just a briefer of what i was doing we had a variety of shows where I would book talent for, you know, on their streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. And I booked Lil Baby. Oh, yeah. Lil Baby in 2018. So Lil Baby was on the rise. Big, but not like now. It was, it was him pre-SNL. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, part of what Lil Baby wanted upon arrival Busy was Busy Bee. Oh, my gosh. So I call Busy Bee. And they were like, well, we can't, they, we can't, we can't, we're too busy. It was like, because it was like the day of, or it was like, they're yeah. like, I don't know if we can pull this off. And so I like get on the phone with the woman. I have her number saved in my, if you look to <laughs> my address book with talent booking, I have those random people. So yeah. I like talked to this woman and I was like, listen, this is for little baby. Mm -hmm. You gotta help me here, mm -hmm. uh, whatever it costs. So anyway, yeah. she came through with the oxtails. Oh, let's go! Oh my gosh. So like, you know, that was the only thing on the order. And no, oh, it was everything. Okay, it was the good. fried fish. It was the you name it. Because I could the see that as cheese. being a celeb request on their rider. Oh, I just want that one little side dish what? or that one little plating of the it oxtail. It was the and oxtails. Then get me some, yeah. So yeah, so we got it in the office and. Um, and you know what? He didn't even eat it. He just took it with him. It was like, I think whatever he had to do next, he wanted to have the food. And, and he, he had it. Little baby. Little baby. Come on now. Come on Thank now. You, Little busy baby, bee. come back to Atlanta and let's do busy bee all together. Yeah, like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. That's probably not going to happen. You know? <laughs> Good luck with that, Scott. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I loved seeing Heirloom Market Barbecue. Yeah, uh, I saw, I I saw so them there. Them. I saw them there. And that was, you know, again, that was that's like the perfect example of Atlanta, you know, yeah. Korean and barbecue and, yes, you know, such a good story. you know, so, so these are the things that are so truly uniquely Atlanta mm -hmm. that I think that where they, where they got their picks, that was spot on. Yeah, I agree. And I think they were just very unique and defined by yeah, the totally. people that eat them too. Like, it's just cool. This story is not over with just the 24 hours afterwards. Like this Michelin, accreditation is something that we are going to be talking about from now until the end of I time. I hope so. As long as restaurants exist, I hope we so. will be talking about this. This is amazing. I hope people keep um, sharing my... <laughs> it's yes. like, it's like I, I was joking with Mike, my husband, about like getting yeah. a reservation in a place. But like, because <laughs> like, it's like once you get the award, it's like hard to get in. But then at yeah. the same time, like he's like, well, maybe you have some pull because you're in everybody's picture now. But I'm not that person. Like, yeah. like with the Mujo, like I could have easily called Fred Castellucci yeah. because we are friends, mm -hmm. but I didn't. I I don't like to pull that stuff. And if I do, I make it very clear, do what you can do. I understand right. how the business works and I'm not gonna be one of those dicks. 
Because there are a lot of them out there. There are. And it's just once you kind of understand the industry a little bit more, it's like, I don't want to be on that side of things because you get a lot of just dissonance that you don't want. Um, I will say I am guilty of making a reservation last night as the ceremony was going on. Because I was like, but I've had amazing dining experiences at Little Bear and I was, and Elliot hadn't been. And so I was like, well, we're going, you need to have Little Bear. You know, I've not been there. So I need to go. Because again, there there we go. It's a tasting menu. So I was just like, I... I, I, but now I, because he was just such a sweetheart and yes. so lovely, and I know people have ra- have been raving about that restaurant, yeah. and I love Summer Hill. They have great bathrooms too, and I love Talat Market. <laughs> yes. Um, so, and it's exciting to see that area. Shout out to my friend Amy who owns the Aviary. She has a yeah. great salon and spa over there. So you know, it's it's nice to see that 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 part of town really being recognized. So Agreed. so I'm I'm thrilled for for them. It's it's great. I think so too. I it was just if they weren't awarded, they I mean they got two different things, um, like best young chef and um, recognition yes. on the map. But I was just like, if they didn't get it, like that that location, I can't wait for you to dine there and like. Tell yeah, me what I you definitely think about will. It. I'm definitely yeah. gonna go there. Definitely go gonna go there. I mean, it's just like, I I I tr- I really do try to experience new places, but I really. I, as opposed to the tasting yeah. menus, mm-hmm. I really prefer going to a place like Kamayan. Like that yeah. to me was such an extraordinary experience because number one, I never really knew about Filipino food. Yeah. Number two, just the restaurant itself is adorable. Mm-hmm. Their story is fabulous. How they, you know, were just like a catering company that became a mm-hmm. brick and mortar. And then going in there, and that is, again, Atlanta. Everybody in there was Filipino, and it was like they were eating their food from home. Yeah. And that, to me, is just Atlanta. It showcases our diversity. It showcases how things are unexpected. It's Mm -hmm. just, and, and, okay, on top of all of that, everything's freaking delicious. And bright and beautiful. Instagrammable, too. So that is really when I see something like that, that's the deep cut. I am more attracted to that mm-hmm. than a multi-course tasting menu. Yeah. Me personally. It doesn't make it right. Yeah. It's just I like, you know, I'm and I'm like that when I travel. Yeah. I would much rather go to that hole in the wall. Yes. Than the, like an atlas is like, look, if you want to go to atlas, it's a gorgeous experience with the fancy art on the walls and, mm-hmm. and how like regal the St. Regis is. And, you know, you could spot a celebrity there because it's yeah. one of the nicest hotels in Atlanta. They got the tweezers going. But, you know, I, I, I went there once and it was a lot of different chefs. So, yeah. so, but whatever, it's an, it's something for everybody. I think we'll just go out soon. We'll have to go to one of these restaurants that we haven't been to. We've been to a lot of them. And we're going to take digestive enzymes. And we're going to just, <laughs> and you know what? In the spirit of Anthony Bourdain coming on Dave FM, might have to kind of hit a joint a little bit. Might have to just take things down in a different way. Yes, yes, yes. It's true. I, the, the, it's yes. My stomach is just not what it used to be, sadly. I mean, same. It's like I'm, not, a, I'm less than ten years into my career, and it, I'm already it, yeah, there. Yeah, it's really, it's really, really hard for me, and and I'm allergic to shrimp and oysters. Oh my gosh, Bethany Frankel, I, that sounds like her. <laughs> yeah. So I. So 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 yeah. So I. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a different game, but. 
Okay, I don't want to hold you hostage into this podcast studio because if it were up to me, I would just talk Ooh, for another come on 48 again. hours. Yes, please come back. Invite me back. Yes, we can just start like to the Keller Williams and studio. And, yes, this Keller Williams studio in Town Brookhaven again, Jenna Miesrock, the best. Right next to Costco. Yeah, I mean, literally get your errands done and talk to the nicest get people. Get your on cauliflower Earth. pizza. Are you going to go to Costco after this? You know, it's really funny <laughs> is that Mike was actually here today because it's our son's 18th birthday. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Happy birthday, Charlie. Tomorrow. And you, you, you want to know what's so sexy is that, like, what does he get for his birthday? Some tires. Oh, God. He got something else, too, but... <sighs> Tires are an expense. He should be grateful he doesn't have to pay for them. That is a lovely birthday gift, in I my opinion. So. I think so. I think so. Charlie, just know that. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay. Well, Mara, I, I hope that you'll talk to me again. This Duh. Will be, <laughs> This is just so cool. It like, really feels surreal that we are on the heels of such an amazing moment in time and history and that you are in every single <laughs> photo that will ever be shared of this moment in history. I hope that they do find a photo of the Neil hug and the earring in mid-flight to the front of the stage. Well, that would be the dream. I'll have to watch it. I mean, it's too fresh for me right now. I'm Tell, yeah. This has been such a busy day that, like, yeah, I, they do. I'm gonna go ahead and post some of the pictures on yes. Instagram. I haven't done that yet because I just, I, it's been a busy day today. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was just, it was, an, it was. I'm so thankful to the Atlanta Convention and Visitors Bureau, and Absolutely. I'm just so proud that they trusted me and Michelin and all that. It was, it was amazing. It was, it was really extraordinary, life changing, spectacular. And I'm so proud of the city and and that people still give a shit about me. <laughs> I give a big shit about you, Mara. And I, I truly, and this is not just to blow smoke, it's just, it made me feel connected to Discover Atlanta and Michelin through your presence and like being a part of that. So I know that that's not just me that felt that way. And you ushering in this new era. So cool. Well, I hope, uh, I hope to do it again and, yeah. um, or, or, uh, welcome the next uh, generation of, of MC. No, you're going to keep doing it. Okay. So where can people <laughs> find you? And then I let you go. Okay. So you can find me, I think probably the best place is just on Instagram. I'm at Mary yeah. Davis 2000 and, um, you know, just find me there. That's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on everything except we'll the, put you in the show except it, I am on TikTok, but I don't do it. I'm not obsessed with it. I don't need another thing, but mm -hmm. I'm there when I need to be. And when I go there, I spend too much time there. So Instagram is really my jam. Yeah. Okay. I, I do have a TikTok for us after. Okay. Thank you, Mara. Love you. Mean it. Love so appreciative. And thanks everybody for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode of Sky's the Limit, available wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow along in the meantime on Instagram at sky.estroff or sky-estroff.com. See you next week.